0: To Ringerman and
1: welcome to the shaman's cave. And I'm Renee Barbo and we're glad you're here. And do you know, after we hit 10,000 subscribers on YouTube, did you see how quick we jumped another 100? So make sure you go over to YouTube and hit the subscribe button. It doesn't put you on any list or anything like that. It just keeps it keeps us fluid and keeps our program growing. And it keeps um, it actually even sends us a few dollars from the advertising every month to keep, you know, our program fluid and, and in the flush.
0: Yeah, we're getting um, I know Renee takes care of the YouTube comments. We're getting extraordinary emails from people um, how um, they really rely on our show and um I was just writing something very recently saying that, um, back in the old days, whenever those were, um, <laughs> you know, kids used to sit around on their grandmother's laps and their grandmothers and grandfathers would tell them stories about what life can be like and how you get through the tough times and, And that was part of family life, was sharing. What do you do during the tough times? And we don't have that now anymore. Um, We have instructions of how to use devices, (laughs) but we don't have roadmaps about how to get through the challenging times. And so I was talking to Renee this morning about how I just read two articles And they were written um, for women. But um, Renee and I were talking about how men fit into this category, too. You know, most of my uh, male students, my husband, um, you can relate. I know when we Mm -hmm. talk about it, you can relate. And I wrote, uh, I read this uh, article in Women's Health this morning about how sensitive women have become. And again, we're putting men into this category too. And that um, uh, people are becoming so empathetic and they're taking so much on right now. And they don't see a way out of the struggles that we're in. And so people are really going down. I mean, really going down big time. I mean, the emails I'm getting are are really extraordinary how people are are going down. I'm finding it hard to do business with other people because it's either – I went down and started yelling, stop stressing me out, or the other person went <laughs> down and starts yelling at me, stop stressing me out. It's really crazy. I, I've never experienced anything like this before. And then I was reading in, in a blog from a female doctor who was saying um, she can't even give supplements to most of her patients anymore because they've come become too sensitive to everything and i've been having a fight with my doctor because he doesn't understand why everything he gives me puts me in the er even if it's some over the counter thing and it's the way of the world right now and i think it i think it has they were talking about women's health that this population of sensitive people we're always the shamans, the healers, and the artists, and the visionaries in indigenous cultures, and that there's really no place for all the sensitives right now. But the world is filled with sensitives right now. So is it that the vibration of the planet in some way, the Earth's um, vibration is shifting? Is the frequency shifting in some way? That we're all getting impacted. Um, I don't know. But um, I said to Renee, I think it's important for us to hold space for the sensitive people, including,
1: I, I put myself in that too. I love that. And, and I think I always pretend that I'm like a really hard shell. And you know, but I'm really, I'm mush. You know, and so like, lately you know there's just been so much coming at us that there's just no way to to not have it infiltrate your dreams or infiltrate your mood i mean for some reason lately i just wake up grumpy and it's just like that's that's unusual for me because i mean maybe when i was in my 30s grumpy was a, a norm but it hasn't been in my you know 40s and 50s and certainly not in my 60s and Like there's just doesn't seem to be enough spiritual tools like that. You get through one day and, you know, I keep always think about the something this woman told me in my my um, 20s was that you can always restart the day over, Renee. If you got up grumpy and it's noon, you could just kind of wash yourself off and, and start. And then you just everywhere you look, it's like not easy news. You know, I mean, as simple as my housekeeper's son, who was in the wrong place in the wrong time, got shot. I mean, so you just like are living your life and there's just so many things, you know, And up in Seattle, like the the car thefts are on the rise. The 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 shootings are on the rise. And it's just like, why are we so angry right now? And why is it looking like such a, a, a like a hostile place to live. And I usually look beyond these things, but lately there's nowhere to look.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I feel like, um, I, I feel like in some ways, um, people in government, people in our society, people in our communities, um, have not been realistic because ever since I was a kid, I mean, I started getting this understanding as a kid, and I I said, if parents can't put food on the table for their kids, they're going to start taking what they need from others. And so, you know, that was pretty um advanced understanding for somebody around seven years <laughs> old. Um, but I've always believed that, and we're seeing it now post-COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, people are in, you know, we have people who are too sensitive. Renee and I were talking about all of us who have gotten into a place of inertia and are still trying to figure out how do you even – get into your car and go back outside and engage right. back in life again. And then you have the amazing increase in violence. I mean, besides the wars going on, but the local, I mean, where I live, the violence is up um, an amazing amount, but I've always seen that. Um, Santa Fe is a blend of um Hispanics who came here from Spain, Uh, the Native American community, of course, who was here first, and I should have named them first, I'm sorry. And um, there's some Anglos, and, of course, the Anglos are very loud, Um, and so people think New Mexico is more Anglo, but we're not. And so the violence here, I've been here for close to 40 years, and the violence here. Is what we're seeing now in the rest of the uh, country where people are uh, very divided, um, don't communicate well together. And then people are very sensitive right now. And so you have a lot of people. um, You have people who are trying to figure out what they need to take from others to make it. You have people trying to figure out how to protect themselves right now. And you have people who are overly sensitive right now and, um, are kind of looking at how do you bury yourself in. Of the earth for the next three years until, um, you know, something changes. So we're in an incredible time of change. And we've talked about this on so many um, shows. And when you watch nature and a storm coming through, the chaos that gets – thrown up, the whirling around of the leaves and um, the wind blowing and branches flying. And that's what we're seeing right now. You know, we're, we're in the midst of a real storm. And so the real question is, how do you take care of yourself during this time so that you're not getting so caught up in everybody else's bubbles. And we've been talking about bubbles on the show. And now um, you're seeing uh, people being in their own bubble being talked about and all the news stories now that that's become a common, actually it's becoming common vocabulary about people living in their own bubbles. Um, Mm. Interesting.
1: It is. I was thinking this morning because um, I noticed my my sister was on yet another vacation and the other day I took my friend to the doctor off of the island and I was I was very aware that I didn't even know how to be in the spaciousness outside of my computer and outside of my work day and like for years having these adventures and going places was like a good decade of my life i was in a different city all the time i was and now it's 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 like it feels really closed in and yet being bombarded with with information and i mean i was talking to somebody the other day and i was really aware of that the bubble i was living in wasn't the bubble she was living in because in her world, you know, the pictures from Ukraine were false. By summer, we were going to need to have a backup supply of our own food and make sure you've got lots of canned goods, Renee, there's going to be a food shortage. And I'm thinking like we're, we're on the same earth plane here. How can what I'm seeing be so different than what you're seeing and it it adds for more, more of that separation, more of that stress, more of, and as a, as a finely tuned shaman, I, I wonder like, uh, it, am I checking into the wrong, am I checking into the wrong upper world? You know, are there, <laughs> you know, are there different, are there different, are we splitting so far that we're going to have different worlds to travel to. What do you think about that? I'm like, I was like, you know, like, really? You're smart? And this is what you're seeing?
0: Yeah, we've actually done two shows on that. Um, We've actually done two shows on the world splitting um, into different dimensions. And um, I talked about how um, ISIS um, shared with me when, when I first um, met her, that there was going to be a split in dimensions. And, um, and how I keep framing it in, and we talked about it on the show before, uh, is I use the Anazazi as an example of that. Um, the Anazazi were a very, very ancient people who lived here um, probably uh, 800 Um, years ago and um, they lived in New Mexico, Colorado, Utah and Arizona and they were very peaceful, it looks like they were very little people and from what the scientific evidence shows is they literally disappeared all at the same time right in the middle of dinner and (laughs) um, and I saw that the very first time I went to my first Anasazi ruin, and I went into Bandelier, and I heard children um, laughing in some other world, and I smelled the smoke of of food cooking, and it was obviously from a different world. It, there was nobody at Bandelier. And I started talking to ISIS about it. And then for years, everywhere I went in the world, I had everybody journeying to the Anasazi. How did you do it? How did you make that ascension? What's life like for you? And, you know, they live an incredibly peaceful life and are very happy. And so, and I've watched through teaching people how to connect with nature as, as Renee does. That's the focus of both of our work. I've noticed that some of my students moved into another dimension of reality where they have absolutely no idea what's going on here. And they're happy and they're joyful and they're in a place of inner peace. Mm-hmm. And so, the challenge that comes up, I think, for all of us, especially if you're sensitive, is the guilt factor. How do I leave the world of suffering and understand that I've done my work and that there is another dimension of reality that I can live in um, I'm not saying that you're going to ascend, you might just stay here in the neighborhood that you're living in. But you have a different presence and you have a different way of holding the world through this crazy place because we need space holders. If we don't have space holders, um, this whole uh, collective that we have is going to collapse. And so we can be space holders, we can take care of ourselves. And so how do we move through the selfish seed that got planted into us that if you're not taking care of others
1: constantly,
0: you're not a good person?
1: That's really interesting because most of the time I was for the last so many years, I'd been living in that bubble that you were just talking about. And for some reason, lately, there must be holes in my bubble, you know, so that the other stuff is seeping in. And so I'm going to have to really, I'm going to have to look at that. And I think you're going to take us on a journey for this one. Is that so we could get a little more clear about this? Um, I, I think that, I think that we're really in a time where, you know, in my work, I teach people how to do a wind zip that is so important every day to, you know, to zip up. You know, because there's so much bombarding us and to be able to say, this is mine, this is not mine, this is mine, this is not mine is probably paramount to, you know, when you wake up grumpy for some reason, is this even my grumpiness? Right.
0: Yeah, it's it's getting um, and and that's what this article was referring to is um uh, in, in women's health is that um, people are becoming so empathetic that they no longer know um, mm-hmm. are their tears their tears is their anger their anger you know we're just soaking we're digesting everything and um, as I get my drum uh, to do this journey I um, I had a, I had a very. I just want to share this story before I do this. I had a, um, oh, it was about thirty years ago. There used to be a, a Vedic astrologer who came through New Mexico and Albuquerque. He lived in Canada, and he was the most psychic person I ever met in my whole life. He scared me. Um, that's yeah. how psychic he was. He he's told me things that there's no way he could have known about me. And I'd be terrified to see him because of the things that he would say. <laughs> and I used to. Sign me up. <laughs> he was also the most arrogant person I ever met. So I I
1: had a reading he, from
0: him. <laughs> he was very mean to his clients. And I talked to him about that I was too much of an empath. And he, you know, he took my hand. He looked at my hand and he said, he goes, I don't want to hear this from you. He said, what, how do you think Jesus felt? How do you think Krishnamurti felt? How do you think Buddha felt? Do you think I want to hear this from you? <laughs> yeah. And then he looks at my hand and he goes, ooh. He said, if you don't figure this one out, you're going to get really sick later on in life. You're not going to mm-hmm. die, but you're going to get really sick. And that is exactly um, what happened to me. And so um, uh, what he tried to instill in me was the need for self-care versus taking on everything Mm -hmm. um, else because this has been history. Uh, The shamans, the healers, the visionaries, the mystics, they've had a walk through these dark times just like we have and they've had to take care of themselves and not lose themselves during it so that they could share the really deep wisdom that would be helpful so it's something to think about um as i do this journey as i lead this journey of um about Really going within and using your intuition to ask yourself the question, uh, are you in a place where you feel selfish about doing self-care and Mm -hmm. what does self-care mean to you? What would it mean to you to take a step back and say, what do I need right now so I can remain engaged in life and not go down with those who are drowning? um so and it does this feel selfish to me and what is that about and then maybe when the journey's over Renee and I can talk to you about simple ways to let go of your guilt ah guilt yes yes so um we'll uh prepare I'm just I'm just gonna go off video while I drum And um, I'll just kind of prepare you while we're doing getting ready that in this journey, unless you have a helping spirit and you're a journeyer ready, um, uh, just go within. Let's keep this simple. If you're a journeyer ready um, and you have a helping spirit, call them in. But if you're not Go within yourself to that deep part of yourself where your intuition speaks to you, as we've talked about on many shows, and ask yourself the question, how do I take care of myself right now with all that's going on on the planet, where I use the principle of self-love, which is so important, the love of the creator and realize that I must take care of myself during this time so that I can also survive and thrive. And what are the guilt issues that come up for me as I think about taking care of myself and disconnecting from what's happening in the world so that I can be a true space holder? So put that intention in the words that you want I keep it around self-care and what is the guilt that's holding me back. Here we go. So just allow yourself to imagine dropping down creatures when they need rest they can drop hundreds of feet into the sea into the darkness to find the nurturance and the rest that they need so imagine yourself just dropping down like you're one of those amazing sea creatures that knows how to find rest on the bottom of the sea of life. And ask yourself the question, what do I need to take care of myself right now? getting too scattered and overwhelmed and how do I set a boundary between me and the rest of the world so that I can allow my spirit to shine and be a hollow bone for the divine up when I think about taking care of myself and not absorbing not absorbing I might have the strength to be more active later. But right now, I need that rest and regeneration. So I can hold space and be ready to serve at a later time. Find one simple thing. From your intuition or a helping spirit, that you can do to take care of yourself right now. And now it's time to come back. Hey everybody! Welcome back. <laughs> so we hope that you had a good experience with that journey, and I realized while I was drumming, I didn't share the end of the story with uh, about the astrologer. But it's perfect now that you're back. Uh, I think you'll you'll get a better sense of it. He said to me, "If you go into a pharmacy." Um you'll see rows and rows and rows of um anti um um uh, uh, what's it called um uh,
1: antihistamines
0: no not antihistamines um uh when you can't digest your food
1: um, uh, heart, oh you
0: yeah um so anti gas medicine <laughs> anti gas digestion, all of that for heartburn and for acid reflux that 's what I meant to say. Um, that there are rows and rows of over-the-counter medication for acid reflux, and that's mostly all you see in a pharmacy. And this is what he said to me 30 years ago. Um, so imagine how many rows of um, of medicines are there now. And he said to me, it's a real metaphor for our inability to mm-hmm. digest life. Um and I thought that, that that was a profound statement mm. and that um, and those of us who are sensitive, can we digest or do we need a smaller meal? And mm-hmm. self-care uh, comes down to a smaller meal and taking the enzymes you need to digest life.
1: Mm-hmm. That's just so, so um, really True, if you think about what's in the pharmacy right now and what we're really needing, you know, to take. And 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 I think one of the tools we were talking about before that I could do is uh, lighten up on myself. If I wake up in a grumpy mood, I'm human. Oh, isn't that interesting? You're grump today. Stay away. <laughs> and thank God for my wind walks. I mean, literally, I think if I walk like a a couple of miles every day, I don't know what I would be like if I wasn't doing that. I mean, because it's just so, so stressful. Being on a a computer working is such a stressful thing. And and not to mention, you know, managing, um, you know, staff. And then, you know, there's 55 people in the the Windwalkers 10-month program so there's all of that energy holding too. So the more energy, the more energy I find myself holding, the more tools I need and the more tools I need. Like this week, I can't tell you how many times I went outside and just really, you know, used the wind whistle tool, which is like, to me, it's a self-soothing tool. Right. You know, you blow that energy out and, and then like, oh, it gets you back in there. So if you don't have a wind whistle... Empty out, and and it really shifts everything for me.
0: Yeah, I th- and I, I think those are good words, Renee, of the emptying out. You know, as you, you all know, I'm obsessed with ceremonies, and so I'm constantly doing while I'm walking. Uh, when I get back on onto uh, the land that I live on, doing some simple ceremony of making sure that I'm emptying out um, and giving it to the earth to compost while making sure what I'm emptying out the earth receives as love and light and not more toxins to deal with. And we just had um, – Oh, we, I live in the desert and we're in drought. So we had the amazing gift on, um, uh, two days ago, uh, after spring of getting four inches of snow. So I mm. had the best time walking with my husband for 40 minutes, writing love in the snow everywhere. Yeah. Um, because when you write love in the snow, or when you write love on the earth after it rains, it seeks into the earth. And um, that's just a beautiful thing to do. So you think about the little things that we can do that would bring us just a little bit of inner peace. Mm -hmm. Just writing love on the earth will put a smile on your face. You don't want to You don't want to write love on the earth while you're feeling grumpy or mad or divisive. Um, So little things like that just help to change the space that you're in. And if you could just break the pattern for a second and you do that for one second every day, one second every day, it starts to build up into something exponential for you and exponential for the collective.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh one of my other little tricks is my black ball. It's not it's not only is it grounding. I have a lot of black rocks. There's just so much energy that we're mulching that it, to to say, you know, this is not mine, send everything that's not mine to this rock. I like command it. Right now, send everything that's not mine to this rock. And it like it shifts me and and it shifts me really quickly, and just holding this other one, this is, feels nice and smooth. It keeps me grounded because one thing I've noticed lately is that my intuition's working late. <laughs> have you noticed that at all? Like a little bit late. Like the other day, I opened up an email. I have a big conference coming up in April at UCLA. And I opened up and my a text message from one of my assistants saying, the notepads arrived. And, and I didn't even look at the notepads, but I knew there was something wrong on the notepads. I'm um, there like, so I, I checked the phone number, went to a number that w- was working, but not the number that I wanted it to go to. And I thought to myself, like, well, why didn't I get that before they were printed? <laughs> like, is my intuition backspaced? And right. so I think my intuition went through daylight savings time and it's Dying. like an hour off. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah, my intuition is still intact. I'm I'm still seeing things before they come, but I'm also getting surprises, you know, where things are coming a little bit uh, differently for me. And I hope it's okay. I hope nobody gets mad about this, but I got um, a wonderful email from my um, book agent telling me that an old book I wrote in 2006, How to Heal Toxic Thoughts, is selling like crazy right now. <laughs> and um, they want a new book for me, um, which I'm working on. But, um, you know, it's a, it's a little book. It's, I think, less than 100 pages, little tiny tools for when you get grumpy or when you feel you're being attacked or um, all the things that we're talking about, little tiny tools Mm -hmm. to just help you through. So I'm not trying to mark it, but it's such a great little tool. And every single practice that I share in that I do every day, and so far it's kept me sane <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, and i'm the marketer of the two of us here so the uh it's in this week's newsletter so if you're not if you haven't signed up on the shamans on shamans tv.com to get our weekly we we send you an email every time we drop a new show so uh we don't use that email list for anything else but to let you know that we drop a new show and it usually it has one promotional thing from me and one promotional thing from Sandra right in there. And but that the only that email list, if you sign up for it, you're only going to get that every Wednesday from us.
0: Yeah. So remember, Renee and I really love working together and really talking to you. And um, we do feel like we're. Um, I, I don't like to use the word grandmother, but we do feel like the <laughs> two elders that we've both been through if you've listened to our stories over the four years, my God, what we've both been through. And we know how to walk through the darkness. We we just do. And so um and we'll hold space for you if um mm-hmm. if that's what you need. Um we'll hold space for you and be here every week and sometimes say things a little bit that might annoy people but hopefully we're inspiring you and we're holding you in a tremendous amount of love so blessings everyone
1: thank you